Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 8, Mad City Blood Rush. Dun, dun, dun. Again, pretty on the nose with the titles. I know, right? Yeah. They're like, uh-uh, blood, blood, uh-uh. Nothing alice about that. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought this was pretty good. I thought it was okay. I mean... We got some Easter eggs. Okay, okay. Um, One I can confirm for the most part is pretty much an easter egg mm-hmm. um well yeah the other one it's up to debate oh okay as to it's up to not, interpretation it's not a canonical easter egg okay um but yeah there's a lot more reference to more to other i don't want to say all it's not all canonical references but there's other references and there's nods which is basically what an easter egg is yeah um, to some stuff um because there's a nod to professor pig yeah. There's a big nod to Professor Pig in here. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a couple other things, but we can get to those as we go. Okay. So that I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. But um, I'm, I have never been a fan of the Barnes character. As much as I love the actor. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a fan of the Barnes character. And yes, he's a little bit more interesting, but how many times are they going to go the Stabby Babs route? Well, and... It's like a trope within a trope. They're giving him so much screen time. And I see that as taking away a screen time from people we love, like Harvey, who is sorely lacking this season. Yeah, well, we haven't seen Bruce in... We saw him a little bit last episode. A little bit last episode, but that felt very like, oh yeah, here's Bruce. Very pandering, almost. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see him at all in this episode. Yeah, Mm -hmm. character... What happened to Vicky Vale? Yeah. Is yeah, she see, gone? I don't know. Is, is she, she off the show now? Like, I don't know. Is this it for her? Because that would be stupid. Yeah. To bring her on for this big, huge thing and then be gone. Yeah. So, but yeah, they are taking a lot of time away from uh, the Tabitha Butch Yeah, we're, story. like, Butch is hiding out um, somewhere. We've been, we've been on, that's just been on ice for, like, two or three episodes. But Gotham has always been known for its heavy multiple storylines. Yeah. But that's, Batman has always had so many different characters, but you cycle through them. You don't. Yeah. Not like this. Not yeah. like this. Not like this. Never like this. Yeah. That's a Matrix reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> you nerd. Yes, I'm also a dork. Yes, you are. So, I'm like, I kind of liked it, kind of didn't. It's it was like, very it, focused for Gotham, though. That's true. But it kind of felt it like... focused on Barnes, but... I know, right? But it kind of felt like it got dropped right in the middle of this Mad Hatter story. Yeah. They built up Mad Hatter and built up Mad Hatter and whoop, no, we're going to talk about Barnes. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Almost, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I'm two minds. Yeah. Um. So you ready to do writer, director, and all that crap? You. Yeah. Uh, this was directed by Rob Bailey. He uh, He's done several... Uh, Gotham episodes, Penguin's Umbrella, Knock Knock, which is one of my faves. Who's there? Uh, Son of Gotham, Legion of Horribles, Look Into My Eyes. Um, and this is the guy that did Grimm and Criminal Minds, too. Ah, uh, yes. And one of the new Criminal Minds spinoffs. The Beyond, Beyond Borders. Borders. Yeah. Who Adam Glass is working yes, on now. Yes, he is. Um, and so it was, it was written by uh, Zay Chun. And I probably butchered that, so if I did, please let me know. Bless you. Um, This is the guy that somebody, I can't remember who it was, pointed to us. Um, 
He is now the executive story editor for season three. Oh. And he came via Once Upon a Time. Ah, uh, yeah. And I can't remember. Somebody pointed him out to us and said, this is a good guy. I can't remember who. Me either. But yeah. So Sorry. that's who wrote it. Um, so yeah, he's kind of taken, cause Megan Mostyn Brown is credited still as, for some of the episodes as story editor, but he is executive story editor. So, and he straight up wrote this one. So there you go. Um, so we start off and there's this really sweaty guy and he, sweaty (laughs) man. He, uh, he's loading up a van and he's got, he's got just some stuff loaded, wrapped in some carpets like a body. As you do. And, um, he, uh, he looks real nervous. And of course, this is when Barnes walks by with a bag of groceries and he looks, he, he sees him and he looks super shifty. And so of course he, he follows the van. Sure. As you do. Because it's Barnes. Um, and so he, uh, he follows the guy to where he parked and he, um, notices that there's a door open nearby and he (gasps) goes and Polly, who it turns out to be is, uh, he a bad man. Oh, dear. He's got, like, torsos and shit. And so, of course, Barnes pulls his gun and GCPDs him. Can we talk about the gun? His tiny, tiny gun? Tiny, tiny gun. It's like a snub nose. It's not, no, it's not even a snub nose. It's just tiny, tiny. It's like a, not quite a Derringer, but it's pretty fucking small. It's, it's the type of gun that you carry around in your boot. Like your last resort gun. Yes, it's your backup backup your, oh, gun. Your, oh crap, yes. like my real gun got taken. Yes. That and is this not is, a police officer's gun. And despite the fact that he's off duty. He should still have a service piece. Yeah. Like you don't leave that at work. What the hell? It's just this time, because Barnes is not a small man. No, and he, the gun's like this big. Is, <laughs> and his hand size makes it look all that much smaller. And it's adorable. Really. It's pretty funny. It's pretty cute. So yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so he, he tells this guy to, you know, he's going to take him in and, um, Polly starts talking and. Oh, he is ready to spiel. This is not Jim Wick. John Wick. Thank you very much. No. Cleaner guy. No. Those guys were way more professional. What kills me though is he's awful sweaty and nervous for somebody that this so, is their job. So when Barnes sees him getting in the van, he's got blood down the side of his face. And I'm like, that is a really sloppy cleaner. He's a shitty cleaner. Yeah. But it turns out he's like, yeah, I'm the cleaner. I didn't do this. I'm just cleaning up after it. And, um, Barnes is super pissed and he's like, um, and Polly's like, oh, you're going to read me my rights. And Bar- or, or Barnes says, you'll be out in a couple years. And so he's like, that's not what, that's not what's happening. And so, uh, Polly is getting increasingly more, um, freaked out by Barnes being all up in his grill and with his crazy eyes. As you do. And, uh, he starts rambling off about, it's Toad, it's Toad you want. He's the one that gave me the job. And so, um... Barnes kind of monologues a little bit, and he's like, I've been able to control my rage until now, but now it's getting stronger. And, of course, then it looks like he goes and bites his face. Yeah, I think it's it's a face-eating face eating here. Because, I mean, like, he opens That or he's going he, in for a kiss. Yeah, it was really weird. So we're like, oh, okay. Because they, they did a cut scene, and I, I remember yeah. texting you. Did, did he, he just... <laughs> am I watching Walking Dead or what? Yeah, it looked like he was going to bite his cheek. That was really weird. That was really weird. But yeah. Um, so we go to uh, Lee and her terrible fiance, um, which, you know, godly, uh, you got crappy taste in, in dudes. 
Um, cause Mario just does nothing for me. And so, uh, the next morning they're, they're talking about all the, their engagement crap and Falcone has apparently invited like half the damn city. And oh, and Lee's all giddy about she, it. And he, and Mario's like, really? I kind of didn't expect you to be like this. And she's like, oh, I'm proud of you. I want to show you off. I think Lee is way more on board for the whole mob lifestyle than she's letting on. Oh, I think so too. I kind of wonder maybe is Lee going to go bad? But to your point, we can't do that with everybody. Yeah. I mean, we can't do it I with agree. Barb and with but Ed and with... she's just so into the whole... Because that whole spiel she did on Ed. Yeah. My father-in-law is... Like, she mm-hmm. liked that shit. I think she's turned on by it. I think she is, too. Um, And so this is when Mario's like, what's up? Something's weird. And she's like, so Jim is back with the GCPD today. Oops. And he's like, uh, how long have you known about this? And she's like, um, longer than this? <laughs> And a little while. He's like, we agreed that Jim wouldn't be part of our lives. Okay, you move back to the GC. You move back to Gotham. And she went and worked for the GCP, which let's, I'm sorry. Why were we not surprised? Nobody should have been surprised that Jim showed back up. I mean, Harvey even mentions it in the next couple of scenes. So, but this is, you know, he's like, oh, and I'm sorry. We agreed that Jim wouldn't be part of our lives. Um, She didn't have control over this. So quit being yeah, when a jealous she, dick. When she went to work for the GCPD, Jim was not a part of the GCPD. Correct. She so, had absolutely no control over whether or not uh, he he came back. Yeah. So I didn't like the fact that Mario's like new. So we got the we've got the jealous the jealous fiance deal going on, and I, I don't like that. Um, so uh, you know they have the whole trust conversation. Because, yeah, he trusts, he trusts her. And, eh. If you trust me. Yeah. The team that trusts is a team that triumphs. Please don't. With, sorry. With that. Sorry. With your spectrum of security. Not sorry. No, no you're not. Sorry. <laughs> I'm absolutely not. Um, <laughs> so this is when we go to the damn GCPD. Jim shows back up and he's like, he's like, hey, and Harvey's like, all right, somebody died. Let's go work this case. And Jim's like, no lap dance? What? Like, <laughs> and Harvey's like, dude. I got you with that, didn't I? I'm trying. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was a great image. No, that was actually terrible. I can't imagine yeah, it's Harvey really super dancing. Awkward. That's just, yeah, okay, it's but here, Harvey says the one thing that we're all already thinking. He's like, dude, if we had a party every single time you came back to the GCPD, like, we'd never get any work done. Let's get this shit done. Yeah. It was great. I love how Harvey will call Jim on his shit, and Jim's not like, no, you're stupid. Like, he does with everybody else, he, like, denies shit, but with Harvey, he's like, yeah, okay. But see, that's why he loves Harvey so much, mm-hmm. because Harvey will tell him the truth. Yep. Just saying. Um, And I would just like to say that he's not dating Valerie anymore, so... So, of course he went back to the GCPD. That's where his boyfriend is. Yep. Harvey's gonna get sick of the back and forth, I'm Jim's, just saying. Jim's like one of those people that can't be single. I used to be that person. Yeah. Isn't it better now that, you know, you're not? I know, right? Yeah. So much better. So, uh, so they head out and we, we go to, uh, we go to Ed and his new girlfriend and they're gross. I mean, they're seriously gross together. Um, he, he's made her breakfast and they kiss every four and a half seconds. And again, like I'm, I, I will admit it's a complete double standard 
because if I was into this pairing, I'd be like, oh my God, this is the cutest thing ever. They kissed every four seconds. So it's totally that, you know, I don't like this. Um, and so she's, she's, we find out that she's going to this librarian conference and, um, she, (laughs) she puts on some glasses that are Kristen glasses. He freaks the fuck out. And of course she looks just like Kristen because it's the same damn actress. I know, right? And so he has to run to the bathroom to, uh, to try to like rein himself in and he has a mirror hallucination of Kristen. Yay. This is the evil Kristen we wanted. She's so sass and yeah. evil. It's great. And but, so she, but it's a little late. It is a little late. I'm mm. like, I wanted her like, like what? The middle of season two? Yeah. Like the second she was introduced, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. We did want her evil even in season one. Yeah. Um, And so she starts taunting him and she's like, yeah, that's nice. I'm glad you're happy. When are you going to kill her? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not going to kill her. I would never hurt her. And she's like, oh, that's what you said to me. Um, and I want, or she said, that sounds like something you would say to me. And I was like, he actually told you that because we got the flashback. He told her that while he was strangling her, I would never hurt you. Yeah. And I love it when she's like, oh, are you going to, and she does the, the strangly thing Mm -hmm. behind him. It was great. I I really liked how that was staged. Um, she's hilarious. And Kristen's like, you're a killer and it's only a matter of time. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, Yeah. I was happy. I was really happy to see um, the the duality again. Yeah. The I was because I really enjoyed that uh, in season two. We just didn't want them the duality. to keep overdoing it. But yeah, it's and this nice way, to get it again. And yeah, and this way it's we're getting it, but in with a new twist. Yeah, on it's it, not in always sense. evil, Ed. Um, because it's it's hard to believe that Ed is all together now. Yeah. Because you know, okay, we we're seeing Kristen, but it's obviously a manifestation of Ed. Yeah. Yeah. And we all guilt. know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was really good to see that he's not I don't want to use the word perfect. And I, the word altogether doesn't quite he hasn't got he's his ducks in, in a row. He's of not himself. He's not complete control. That's what I'm looking for. Well, and I think it's interesting and, you know, I'm not a psychology person. But you um, play one on TV? No, I don't even do that. Yeah. He does feel guilt about Kristen. Whereas Which, he feels no guilt for a lot of his other crimes. Like, the whole big thing where he... I mean, he killed a cop and he he framed Jim Gordon. And, like, no guilt for that. So, the fact that he can feel guilt at all... Yeah. Is kind of interesting to me. True. I don't know what psychosis that is, but whatever. Um, So, we go to Jim and Harvey who, thank God, are back together and reunited, and it feels so good. Reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> and, of course, good. who didn't call it? They're working the murder of yep. Polly Pennies. Of course they are. Um, And so Harvey's like, it's good to have you back, and they show up, and he is literally toe up. And so they, they're like, oh, we should call the captain. Right. <laughs> captain already knows sure. babe um so we go to said captain and he's going to arkham because he's going to talk to jervis tetch which is totally a good idea because you're going to get all the answers you want from a crazy person well okay so here's something i just thought of okay just now so the last we saw jervis yep who i finally stopped calling jarvis yeah um he is not jarvis we saw him at the Founders' dinner, mm-hmm. and 
Barnes was beating the crap out of him. Yeah. So it's, and so now here we see, we're kind of focused was on Barnes. Was he actually beating him or had he just when tackled we see, him? When we see Jervis in the scene, he's got a big old black okay. eye and bruise down the okay. side of his face. Yeah. Okay. He's, I noticed he's got a big old bruise like down his eye okay. and down his cheek is all very bruised in the okay. makeup. Um, and it's almost like the story has handed off to Barnes. Yeah. Like Jim's done with you. Well, yeah, but see, Jar- but see, Jervis Barnes was the one that was beating Jervis at the dinner. Yep. And so now the story's focused on Barnes, so it's almost like the buck got passed. I see that. Does yeah. that? Do you see my thought? Yeah. Process. Yeah. I don't know mm. if I'm just kind of making that up, or well, if that's what the writers wanted to happen. I don't know because Jervis supposedly has this burning hatred for Jim Gordon. And in the and past, everybody else in the world. Well, but yeah, in the past, he hasn't been able to go like five seconds without being like, Jim Gordon will pay, you Good know, point. kind of deal. Good so. point. Good point. I don't know. But now he sees his sister in uh, Barnes. Yeah. So that's kind of a new obsession. I don't know if. I'm trying to make a connection here and I'm fighting it. I don't know if he's hoping to win Barnes as a minion maybe because the whole thing was he wanted to use uh, at least at one point he wanted to use alice's blood to create uh people that would be loyal to him that he could control that would have all these crazy powers or whatever i kind of feel like jervis is kind of a chaotic evil yeah he just wants to create evil for evil's sake which is so weird because he's so fucking detailed like the whole chase with jim planning him picking you know, the, the bride and groom or the little kid making all those choices. That is so organized, but you're right. In a lot of ways, he's chaotic evil. He's just ready to make evil happen where he sees it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's just an opportunist more than anything. Yeah. Cause he, he was, uh, looking for a sister, looking for a sister and that's what he was focused on. But then he meets, uh, Jim Gordon And then that's exactly where he goes. Yeah. And now it's Barnes. Yeah. And it's whatever obsession is right in front of him. So. Yeah. That's true. Do you see where I'm going? Yeah. Kind of. Ooh, look, shiny. Exactly. Yeah. But more. Ooh, look, crazy. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, So, of course, he he does the whole Alice is inside you thing. Um, And Barnes, honestly, like, I don't, I, I don't know if this speaks to Barnes's desperation or his stupidity that he thought Jervis was going to be like, oh yeah, okay. So what you need to do is you need to take three aspirin, <laughs> grind them up, mix them with this, do this, and then you're cured. Like, what did he? What did he expect? Because <laughs> Barnes threatens him, and Jervis is like, yeah. You know, he just doesn't care. Take two of me and call me in the morning. Nothing yeah. like that. Have some Red Queen. It'll be fine. Um, Jim came out of it okay. I know, right? Yeah, I'm still butthurt about that. Um. And so he, um, Jervis says that the virus brings out the dark side. And so he, he, he says that he'll tell Barnes everything he knows if Barnes tells him what the virus brought out in him. And I'm like, I thought you were so perceptive. You can see that he's got rage issues now. Um, and so Barnes is like, oh, uh, you know, he, he articulates that now he's like, he's got this justice. It's like a bad justice boner it's like if you're a viagra went bad justice boner <laughs> it's you know where he sees the guilty people and all he can do is think about how they're guilty and da 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 and so jarvis is like okay so it's violent rage not just anger 
And Barnes is like, God, give me the answers. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's right there. Um, and so he's like, oh, there is a cure. Um, <laughs> and Barnes is like, yeah. He's so delighted. Barnes is like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, you can give into it. Again, Barnes, what did you expect? I know. And he's like, have you heard the voices yet? And um, he says that pretty soon he'll hear the dark voices inside him talking to him, which is super cool. Um, and he'll see the world how it really is. Oh. Um, and then of course it's kind of going to like burn away everything that's not the virus. And so. I've seen that. It's called 28 Days Later. Yeah. Barnes is going to be a zombie. Uh, I just, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, well, you know, it is a guy from The Walking Dead. So there you go. Good point. Good point. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ooh, I see what you did there. I did. I, I made the reference and I didn't even realize it. I know, right? Um, so Jarvis is like, oh, so you've already killed before, right? Again, like Jarvis is super perceptive when it's convenient for the writers. Um, <laughs> so he's like, you've already killed and you're trying to make it right. And Barnes is like, I can. I kind of feel like this writer is not a Jarvis writer. Yeah. that That's a good point because everybody's got their, got their folks that they're better at writing. And they're, who their favorite character is and who yeah. they have more Who empathy. they have a better voice for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've written poorly, but I've written. Yeah. And I have a better voice for some characters than, than I do others. others. It's yeah. harder to write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, so this is when uh, Jim goes to Lee's office and um, it's super awkward again. And begets more. Because he doesn't he say something about how he doesn't want to make it awkward, but then it's the most awkward conversation ever? Because it already is super awkward. And um, he starts, because uh, I think she asks him about... Veil and he's like, "Oh uh, yeah, she's out of the hospital. I I don't I don't really know what's going on with her because you know we're not together. We're not I, together, Lee. Okay, but they were never together. No, they were fucking each other. So they were fuck buddies. Let's let's so be like, real here. Which still makes me not understand Vale talking about you love her, so we're over. And I'm like, yeah, but you were never a thing to be over. Yeah, she was the one who kept pushing that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, whatever." Um, and so Jim's like, uh, you know, he's, he's like, uh, cause, cause Lee says, oh, well, yeah, we'll try to not make this terrible. And Jim's like, did your fiance agree? And I'm like, you're making it more awkward. Um, because continually bringing up Mario makes it seem like we're not just in a professional relationship if I keep bringing up your fiance. But at the same time, he's not ignoring the fact that she's engaged to be married. That is true. He's not avoiding the whole, let's not talk about let's the Let's just not talk about it and I can pretend that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Lee's like, he'll be fine eventually. And so she's like, again, engagement party. Yeah. Well, she wants him to hear about it from her. That's which true. Which is kind of nice. Well, it's kind of, yeah. And, and it does at least go along with her telling him about the engagement announcement. Right. Um, so, again, she's super uh, cognizant of his feelings. Even though he was terrible to her. I mean, like, he was He's awful. terrible to everybody. Um, and so this is when they're like, oh, yeah, we have work to do because we work at the police station. And, oh, look, there's some bodies. Um, and so they find out that the um, the dead body that we saw Polly trying to dispose of, this John Doe, he, he's been dipped in acid. and all, Or he was about to be dipped in acid. And he had his face removed. I think parts of him were in acid, but whatever. Yeah. And so Jim's like, um, Jim goes to tell Lee that 
uh, uh, or as Jim goes, Lee tells him that he made the right decision coming back. And I'm like, you're only encouraging him. How was that even her place to say? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think everybody's way more up in each other's business than they should be at this point. Because they keep being like, I don't want to be awkward. Let me tell you all about your career and your choices and how I feel about it. You know? Yeah. I just, yeah. Um, so this is when uh, Harvey goes and fills uh, Captain Barnes in. And Barnes is kind of tuning him out. And um, <laughs> Jim shows up. As you do. Right. Jim shows up. And um, he shows Barnes the report from Lee. And Barnes is like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, uh, take lead on this case. And Harvey's like, whatever. And Jim's like, but um, we're working it. And Barnes is like, I'm the one that gives the orders. And da-da. And he kind of goes off on him. A little bit. And so he, he assigns Harvey to the physical evidence. And then Harvey leaves. And then he, he apologizes <laughs> to Jim. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just. And Harvey gets physical? I mean, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Physical evidence there. Oh, sorry. 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 Um, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry for snapping at you. And Jim's like, it's totally fine. You're the boss. And I was like, yeah. Um, but Alvarez comes in and he brings a file in on um, Toad, who Barnes was asking about. Some some low-level criminal, you know. And so Barnes grabs his tiny, tiny gun and, and, he, and he heads out. And <laughs> you're gun, just like, man. oh, that gun was just ridiculous. Um, so we go to Ed and uh, he's talking to Oswald about the whole, like, hey, so I'm Is this where Oswald is daydreaming about them getting married? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because Oswald's like, hmm, I wasn't paying attention to anything you said. What, baby? Um, I love you. And Ed's freaking out. And so he's like, what What if I hurt her? And um, <laughs> Oswald's daydreaming. He smiles. And it's like, are you smiling? And Oswald's like, um, it's great how you want to protect her. And that's what I'm smiling about. <laughs> he recovered well. <laughs> he really did. You got to give him that. <laughs> Um, that you want to protect her. And Ed's like, I didn't say that. And he's like, so anyway, I would like you to break up with her for me. And Oswald's like, done. Done and done. Can we make out now? (laughs) So, yeah. That's great. I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. This is like. So bad. A Saved by the Bell episode. (laughs) I don't want to break up with her. Can you break up with her for me? You know. At least he didn't break up with her by email or some crap. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so Barnes uh, heads to where apparently the file told him to go to for this toad guy. And um, he he pulls the Barnes where he's like, ah, no, you know, he demands answers. And um, he uh, Barnes attacks him, slams him across the room. He's way stronger than he should be. And... Um, he uh he gets hit over the head with a bottle and he just like like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And he um so he demands to know where the body that you know Polly was cleaning up from because he thought Toad killed him and Toad's like listen I'm just a middleman and he's like I'm tired of hearing that. Um so it turns out there's this plastic surgeon. <laughs> it is kind of an old hat story. It is, and so there's this plastic surgeon, Doctor Simon. Who hired him? And apparently, like on the side, he gives criminals new faces. And that guy that was being disposed of was one of the people <laughs> donating a new face because involuntarily. Apparently, we do face transplants. We can't just use cosmetic surgery and like because you know cosmetic surgery has come a long way. Like they can put like. But this show is 
timeless. Yeah, but they can put like pads and shit under your cheek and like inject you with collagen and shit. Dye your hair. Yeah. With colored contacts. Like you, I don't know that face transplants are a thing. Okay. Are face transplants a thing? Actually, yeah, they are. Really? Yeah. There's, um, I can't remember the very specifics of the story, but there was a gentleman I want to say he might have been a firefighter or something, and his face got burned up real bad. Like, I can see in circumstances like that where you kind of don't have another choice, but when it's just like, I want to look different. Okay, for for the sake of just doing it, no. But for uh, recovery purposes, right. yes, it has been. I for, remember like, very specifically this for, one story. For necessity, I could totally get that right. because you don't just have recovery. But when you're just like, yeah, I want to look different because I'm a criminal let's give you literally a whole nother face yeah the whole plastic surgeon thing is a trope in the underworld yeah but um my opinion of it is they are trying to make a reference to one professor pig oh yes yes and we we talked about this we were watching we're like are they be talking about professor pig but professor's pig was not simon maxwell it was right. um i can't remember what his name was there were but, several professor <clears throat> pigs weren't there i just remember the one but, yeah, he had a thing about uh, bigger, better, stronger, faster, the bad kind of, this kind of plastic surgery. Yeah. Uh, the fun part is he had a uh, minion by the name of Mr. Toad. Oh. <gasps> Mr. Toad is a canonical character. Okay. That okay. did work for um, Professor Pig. Interesting. So. There we go. Just wanted to put that out there. Um. So this is when Barnes gets that, gets that weird face of his. Um, and he gets all like, for lack of a better word, hulky, but also it's clobbering time because he is the thing. Mm-hmm. So there's it's that. Time. Oh it's clobbering time. Oh dear God. Um, as, <laughs> but then that's Marvel and you know, um, so, but he is able to kind of like rein it in, but he tells, uh, Toad to take him to Simon and you're like, well, this is only going to end well. Mm-hmm. Again, this is going to be fine. Um, so Oswald like skips to Isabella's apartment because you know he's just like da 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 da, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're not, you're not gonna see Ed anymore," and she's like, "What?" And she's really broken up. Either she's laying it on super thick, or this is real for her, mm-hmm. which I kind of question. And, and Ed too, bless him, I love him, but he's not sane despite the certificate. I question anybody that's that invested that quickly. Like, yeah, she was devastated. And so um, Oswald says that, you know... Ed- I think they're just making up for time to move the plot along. Yeah, so. could be. And uh, Oswald's like, uh, he needs somebody on his level that appreciates him. And she's like, uh, yeah. And, and I did not like this, where she's like, I'm not good enough for him. I know that. And I'm like, nah, I don't like women saying they're not good enough for the man. Um, And so she's like, but I'm not going to let him go. And Oswald's like... Loser says, what? <laughs> and so she's like, oh, shit, you love him, too. And Oswald's like, I, you need to let let him go. And she's like, oh, I'll write to Ed and make him understand. So I just looked up Professor Pig, and there was yes. only one Professor Pig, which was okay. Laszlo Valentine that we thought we were seeing glimpses of in season one. Because yes. remember Fish's bartender lackey dude oh, yeah, was yeah, named yeah. Laszlo. Um so, and yeah. we had the balloon man episode with the pig mask. Yes. But, but alas, um, that was not that it. would not be Laszlo Valentine. That's the only one I can see. Okay. 
Um, so this is when Oswald is like, he smiles and then he leaves and you're like, okay, again, this is going to be great. Um, so before we continue, I did want to remind people that we enjoyed the feedback. We do. The feedback. Yes. Just and keep, the feedback. And the feedback. Um, and the can, pre-back. And the pre-back. You can send all of that to uh, randomteapodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomteacasts. Or on Tumblr at randomteapodcast.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomteapodcasts. And now you can't send feedback there, but we're on the Instagram you too. You can send feedback there. Can you? You can. There's direct messaging. Shut up. Yeah. I did not know that. On the Instagram. Clearly, I don't know how to work the Instagrams. <laughs> I'm now, I now have three accounts. <laughs> well, we have three Twitter accounts. So. That's true. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah, we are on the Instagrams um, with some help from some good friends. So. And if you want links to all that, you can just go to our homepage at randomtpodcasts.com and scroll to the bottom and we have all the links, links for all that, that yeah. for all that junk. They are. So, uh, what else can they find on our website? All our other podcasts. So many podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Strange coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, your computer just made a noise. How did my computer just make a noise? I don't know. Is it on a website that auto plays? I guess. Um, so yeah, Dr. Strange is coming soon. We've seen it once. We're going to see it another time and we want time for people to get feedback in um even though we had three emails three before we before saw we it. got to see it yeah yeah it was driving johnny nuts i didn't read any of them no you didn't i kind of cheated a little bit i didn't actually open one i will say yeah, but, that but you know you you got punished i did for reading it i did <laughs> <laughs> i hate you i know um, so yeah, so check out, um, and, and I will say if you are enjoying what we're putting in your ear holes, um, I know that sounds bad, but there love you it. go. I love it. Um, we would, we would really ask that you would give us, uh, a rating and a review on wherever the podcast, uh, platform of your choice is. The iTunes, the Stitcher, the Google Plays. The Pocket Cast and stuff. Wherever you are. Yeah. Um, if you would give us a rating and a review, that would be awesome. It, it, for the, the biggest part is it helps other people to find us. So, mm -hmm. and so tell your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Share the love. Exactly. And while you're on our website, you can also check out our sponsor. Unofficial Natural Phantom Fragrances. Woohoo. And <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Well, I don't know. Please don't was. make that noise again. I'm sorry. That was like Winnie the Pooh. Woohoo. <laughs> no, it was Tigger. It was like Tigger. TTFN. Uh, so this week's uh, featured scent is the Joker. Yeah, I have uh, this one. Uh, the Joker is geranium, lavender, and black pepper. Yep. Floral and spicy. Yep. Serves as an anti-inflammatory. Just like Mr. J. Mr. J. Uh, it's $6 a bottle. And if you use our code, Random Tea Podcast. No S. You can get 10% off because uh, it only takes $5. Now, uh, you've heard us talk about the Harley Quinn scent mm -hmm. that they have. You can get Harley Quinn and Joker bundled together in the Twisted Lovers bundle Yeah, for only 10 bucks. Okay. That's so, not bad at all. Um, and if you know anyone who's big into the DC fandom, they love them some Harley and Joker, this would be a great Christmas present. Yeah. And speaking of Christmas, you have got to keep an eye on their site, on their Instagram. A lot of their stuff goes up on their Instagram. Yeah. A lot of their sales and whatnot. Uh, They'll do flash sales and stuff and put black, it out there. Man, their Black Friday sales they got coming up. I, I can't wait. 
yeah it's exciting uh so check them out it'll be cra- i'm telling you this these make great christmas presents yeah because i mean they don't just have the dc comics they've got the marvel comics mm-hmm. they've got disney stuff they've got harry Star potter Wars, harry potter disney uh, princesses there's even a pokemon one there's a psyduck one there's a psyduck one yeah yeah. So, I mean, they're great. They're fabulous. I love them. I ha- oh, the Stranger Things ones were good. Were they? I yeah. never did get to smell them. I'll bring them out. Okay. Uh, when we're not recording. Um. So, yeah. So, uh, definitely check out their Black Friday stuff. They have... Um, we went over the specifics of it in last week's cast as far as um, their specials and stuff. But That we know about. That we know about right now. Stu- they'll do other stuff. Yeah. So, so do check them out. Uh, anything else? Uh, well, if you're going to be doing some Christmas shopping anyway, oh yeah, uh, may we suggest that you use our Amazon affiliate link that's on our homepage? It's quick and easy. <laughs> All you have to do is click on it, go through to Amazon, fill up your cart, check out. It puts some pennies in our pocket. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it, it helps to support. Uh, our, our hosting, po- our, and hosting. our storage, and all that all that crap that it takes to to yeah. get this out. Because you know we we pay for uh, unlimited storage on our website, so yep. that you can listen to all of our podcasts anytime you want to. We don't archive anything. No, it's all straight on the website. So, um, and that's not cheap. And we want you guys to have access to all of that. Yeah. Uh, even like Agent Carter, which is not even, which is been canceled and yeah. off the, but, but we were going to leave it out there so that yeah. you can enjoy it anytime you want to absolutely so we would appreciate your support yes we would <laughs> sorry um she made a hand gesture it wasn't an it wasn't a dirty Just one a or peace anything sign. although over over in the uk that's kind of a you know but it's a peace sign yeah yeah and amazon i don't i don't know anyway you ready to... Yeah, let's move on before right. we go down that hole. Unfortunately, we move on to fucking Barnes again. Because this is a very Barnes-centric episode. Um, and he drives to the plastic surgeon's office. And he still got towed in the trunk of his car. As you which do. Which is fine. Um, and so this is when, of course, apparently he... Th- okay, this is terrible. Either Toad brought him to his mob office. Or this idiot is doing murder... In his normal rich people office. I think he's doing murder in his normal rich people office. Okay, now... So stupid. Now, now, why is she awake? I don't... Why the fuck is she awake? Because that's the thing. They didn't make it out like Simon gets his jollies from doing this. He is performing a service. So it makes no sense. It's not like he's getting sadistic pleasure from her being awake. Knock her ass out. It makes his life easier. I don't know. I think it was just so Barnes could rescue somebody. But yeah, so he's got, um, yeah, cause we get a witness. Yeah. So he's got this woman tied up and he's going to basically take her face. Um, and so Barnes comes in, draws his gun. Um, and he kind of goads Simon on and who, and he surrenders. And this is when, um, he asks him how many he's killed. And Simon wants to lawyer up like any smart, rich dude. These are some smart mobsters. Yeah. Just saying. Well, they're Carmine Falcone leavings. You know. Um, and so uh, he, he's going to lawyer up. And so Barnes spins around. And he starts hearing voices whispering that this guy's guilty. Which, no shit, you just caught him. And so um, he knocks him to the floor. And he's going to shoot him. And Simon's like, um, you're going to arrest me, right? And so Barnes, like, you can tell he's, like, fighting his inner demons. So, yeah. Wah. Why is it always about the inner demons? Why not the outer demons? I know. Those inner demons get all the credit. I know, right? 
you know there are outer layers of hell too i know i know lots of them just saying and purgatory and there's a whole thing well limbo's gone well not according to dante well just ask the pope i know they finally abolished limbo didn't they like four or five years ago yeah that was a big deal it was um so we go to lucius who apparently still works at the gcpd and we don't really know what to do with him anymore it is also very luscious what is very luscious? Lucius. Lucius is luscious? Yeah. Okay. All right. Right Just on. Just saying. I feel bad because I, I want more of him and all we get him, he's not even as it's, in it as much as Ed used to be in the same position. No. And he was so in our, well, actually he was in the Batcave for a half a season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they introduced this character and they guess, I, I'm guessing that they have future plans for him. Mm-hmm. And they want to get us used to him. So they don't want us to forget. He, so they have to use him. Yeah. I mean, he's got a contract anyway. Yeah. So they don't want us to forget. So he must have some future use. Other just, way, he would disappear. I would like him the to way have Alvarez, a use. The way Alvarez disappears from time to time. Yeah. I could think of some uses for him. Um, so Lucius comes out and he basically tells them what's in Lee's report. And um, like this was done with, this requires enormous strength. And there's a puncture mark on the first victim's arm. And he's going to look into that. And Jim's like, again, why did you bring this instead of Lee? And Lucius is like, oh, she had to leave for her engagement party. Which is a legitimate excuse. She it had is. to go get her hair done. It is. Oh, God, the hair. We'll, we'll discuss that We'll in discuss a the hair when we get there. Um, and so <laughs> uh, Lucius leaves. And so um, Barnes brings Simon in. He's like, this perp, da-da-da-da-da, lock him up. And Harvey's like, okay, boss. Like, he does oh, not Harvey. care. He just goes along to get along. He's like, sure, boss. He just wants his paycheck and his pastries. And um, so Barnes tells Jim what he found. And, and Barnes is like, um, he has this, like, he's like, oh, I'm worried that we're going to win the battle but lose the war. And Jim's like. Um, how did this come up with the whole Polly case? And Barnes is like, okay, I'll get that guy next tomorrow. Cause, cause he thought he was going to be bringing in the guy that, and cause he's like, uh, this is the, wait, this is the killer of John Doe. Yeah. Not Polly. Yeah, you want to talk about logically? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. Shut up. I'll get that killer. Who's totally not me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so he not goes, it. Yeah, exactly. So Barnes goes into his office. He takes his tiny gun out. (laughs) (laughs) He looks at his badge. And he sets both down on Polly's photo. Watching this, um, as the kids watch it with me, because they enjoy the show, too. And they have to pop in their commentary from time to time. So I have to relay it. Uh, We we were, they, they pointed out, and we were a little concerned that he was going to shoot himself. I didn't Especially get that. After, well, after the whole uh, will. Oh, review, that's true. Of the will. That's true. Yeah. And, and he had just had the whole, I'm afraid we're going to lose the war. Yeah. So there was a, a bit of a suicide. When watch. Jim Gordon looks at you like you're being a drama baby, <laughs> you know that you have erred in your judgment. Yep. This is true. So, yeah. Um, so, we go to the engagement party. Okay. And engagement <laughs> parties in this town are, are... Parties in and of themselves are always a big event in this town. Oh, my God. Oh There's my always God. at least three deaths. So, this is when they oh, have... Oh, wait. That's a different show. They ha- <laughs> That's the Dothraki. Um, so, this is when we have a toast. And... Um, they uh they start talking about Lee and Falcone is there. Can, and- can, can I just say that if my future husband were to make this speech at me... Yeah. I would set my glass down and walk out the door. Yeah. Yeah. 
This was embarrassing. It really was. But then he's like, oh, but I love you. And they kiss. Yeah, no. And this is, this is the best part of the party. Cause fucking Barb's there. And I'm, I was kind of waiting for her to be like, oh, I don't know, God. there was an open bar, so I just showed up. Um, and so Barb. But it got better. It's it. So Barb goes to talk to Lee. And Lee's like, the fuck? And she's like, listen, uh, do you miss being this close to Jim Gordon? Um, cause you know, we're both exes and, um, his, and she starts talking about his dual nature, his darkness and his light. And Lee's like, I love my non Jim Gordon fiance cause he's not a <laughs> trash can. And Barb's like, yeah. Oh my God. I think you almost believe that. Okay. Bye. But Barb is there as somebody's plus one or maybe it's him. Um, or, this is, she can't remember. It's so hilarious. It's great. <laughs> it's so Barb. This is when Barnes shows up and he's like, I can't stay very long, but I wanted to congratulate you. And she's like, oh, just stay for one drink. So open bar, open bar, Barb's hair or not Barb. Barb's hair looked great. Lee's chinchilla. (laughs) What the fuck was on her head? What was that shit? That was like bad. Like, okay. We had like the, the, the nineties bump thing going on. Like, but it was all askew. Like, okay. Barb's a, Barb's a great example. There are some hairstyles she does that they have to have extensions or a hairpiece or something in there. Oh yeah. Because she, she doesn't have that much hair when it's down. No, Aaron doesn't. No. So, but they're done well. That's true. A lot, like a lot of actresses at these award shows, like they've got pieces and shit up in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the, that looks like something I would do. It, there had to have, there had to have been like the way her hair goes boof, right up top. You know, there was not even, I'm not talking extensions. No, there was something inside yeah, of there. Yeah, there was some kind of a piece. To make it go a, whoop. Like, you know. I have to make the sound effects because people can't see You know those can't see really me. bad where it's a ponytail with, a ponytail holder with wig hair around it? Yeah. It felt like something like that, but teased. Yeah. It was just, yeah, the, it was frizzy. It was very. It was just no bad. professional hairstyle. It would be smooth. It and was I'm like, like, okay. And Marina is a gorgeous woman. Yes, she is, and she can rock pretty much anything. But that was a hot mess. I mean, this is the same woman who played um, Inara, Inara in Firefly, and looks the same i know god she hasn't aged at all a day. she's got a dorian gray in the closet just yeah she saying. does she does uh, this was such a bad hair and that dress what the fuck was with that dress i don't know her whole like who like her boobs were weird whoever styled her damn son bad damn i don't know if you're drinking too much on the job or you need a drink you to need calm to down. drink yeah because yeah so and we both were like what the fuck is with her hair yeah mostly the hair the dress okay i can't judge but the hair and barb looked flawless didn't she flawless i I hate to say it there's actually feedback asking us which we liked better and i feel like we just kind of stepped all over it oh i think we answered i'm because i like i had i had to talk about the hair oh we were talking about the hair the second we saw it it was there's a cat sitting on her head what the fuck it's a malnourished cat it's got hair all askew yeah um so this is when uh we get a little bit more with lucius and he tells jim that he found this uh cocktail of drugs in simon's lab for anesthesia oh you know what we missed talking about when barnes was in the lab was the face in the jar oh yeah 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 i've seen that on pinterest oh really just to say really 
face in a jar. <laughs> how to make a face? How to in make a, jar. a face in yeah. a jar for Halloween? And because... I saw it and I was like, I've seen that on Pinterest. <laughs> face in a jar. Um, face in a jar. Sorry, it's like cock in a box. Okay, I'm sorry. Have you never seen the SNL thing where it's... Yeah. 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 I'm, I know all about the... Yeah. I love that. I know way too much. I love that. Too much. Uh, so anyway... These are the eyes of a woman who has seen... Who has seen too, too much. much. Um, and so Harvey comes in when they're talking and he's like... Um, it turns out that the girl that uh, Barnes rescued, who he actually did legitimately rescue, mm-hmm. um, has, she's not going to say anything. She's not going to testify, not going to press charges. Um, and, of course, Judge Bam Bam is involved. Bam Bam! Uh, Judge, I will sign anything. Pretty much. Uh, he's ordered them to release Simon. Well, if you're not pressing charges, I think I thought there was, like, some 48-hour hold period or some shit. While they, like, get their shit together? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Isn't that like you can hold for 48 hours without pressing charges or some shit? Is Maybe it, not. Am I watching too many Gotham? pop shows again? Gotham doesn't really follow rules, though. That's true. Um, and so this is when Lucius, like, um, the anesthetic uh, agent ties, because it's a very specific cocktail of drugs, He tie, it ties him to the John Doe murder. And Jim and Harvey are like, we got to go after him before he gets away. Oh, uh, good old classic Harvey and Jim. It's great. Jarvie? Jar- yeah, Jarvie. Jar- yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, that's the right name. Yeah. It's been so long since it's I know. Been it's said. been so long. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is when Falcone uh, decides to go talk to Barnes. <laughs> and I think, honestly, now that Falcone's retired, he just likes fucking with people. I, I think he's always liked fucking with people, but whatever. Because you can tell he's just like, hey, GCPD man. Okay, so what was it you, you called this scene... The meeting of the stepdads. The stepdads, yeah, because they're both like father figures to Jim Gordon in different ways, and there you go. Um, and so Barnes is like, you belong behind bars. And Falcone's like, I'm retired. <laughs> but he, he does. He's like, listen, a lot of people have jobs because of me. Um, the booze you're drinking is because of me, da-da-da-da-da. And uh, Barnes is like, nobody's above the law. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like season one Jim Gordon. And um, Falcone's like, listen – you're just trying to convince yourself, like, I'm good. And he's like, have a pleasant evening. And he walks off. And so this is when Barnes calls Alvarez. And he says that he's going to bring in the man who called Polly. No cops. Um, He's coming in of his own free will. So he's going to turn himself in. And so Alvarez is like, uh, oh, by the way, which, God, Alvarez, if you would have just kept your fucking mouth shut. Well, it's nice to see Alvarez again, though. It was, though. And he's like, oh, by the way, boss, um, the judge released uh, Simon. And Barnes is like, nah. And, of course, this is just when he looks over and he sees Simon coming into this party. Because, you know, he he works for the, you know, rich and famous and he, he's invited so to he this party. So he goes from the jail. Yep, to a party. To the engagement party. That sounds terrible. Parties in Gotham are never, ever boring. You, anytime there's a party, you know something big's going to happen. Yep, yep. It's just the way they work. Yeah. And so, um, were you the one that was like, I expected to see Catherine here? Yes. That would have been cool. Yes, I totally, I mean, come on, it's... It's, it's a Falcone. society party. Well, it's not just that, but it's Falcone. Who we suspect is at who, least semi-tied to Court of to Owls. To Court of Owls, yeah. has some kind of connection to yeah. it. Um, you would expect that Catherine... Would be And there. she's supposed to be keeping an eye on stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, also, you know who else is missing from the party? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. A one Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's like, Alfred, I went to one party. I should be done for like six months. I think, yeah. 
That or he shacked up with uh, uh, Selena. Selena. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just saying, Bruce Wayne should have been at this party. That's true. His absence has been noted. That's true. By you. By me. <laughs> and me alone. Um, so this is when Barnes hears his handy-dandy voices. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Okay, can we talk about that now? Guilty, 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 guilty. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Sure. <clears throat> the new Batman Adventures. Okay. There was an episode by the name of Judgment Day. Okay. Where there was a character called the Judge who had the whole guilty, guilty, guilty thing going on. Oh. So there is a theory going around that that's the character they're molding him after. Well, the next episode's called The Executioner, so... <clears throat> but the Judge was an alter ego of one Mr. Two-Face. Yeah, that sounds straight up Two-Face's alley. But see, with Barnes, I don't know if they're going to go the full... I am now the Executioner or the Judge or whoever. Well, he calls himself Judge, Jury, and Executioner. Or is he just going to die before he can... Like, is he going to go full supervillain? Yes. You think he's going to stay alive long enough to be full supervillain? Super yes. I mean, I called him going the quietly crazy. Yeah. Back the second the blood dropped in his eye. Yeah. I've been going, he's going to go... Yes, he's going to go crazy, but he's going to go the silent crazy and route. And he has so far. And that's exactly what he's done. But yes, I think he's going to go full-blown crazy so you think we're not going to kill him he's going to just be in our rogues gallery from now on once they once they finally it finally comes to nobody on this show dies that's true nobody in the show dies that's true and jerome ain't dead nope we saw him we heard him we heard him jerome is not dead nobody on the show dies that's a good point except maybe galavan yeah he looks super dead getting (laughs) he's died twice he doesn't care he's super dead um (laughs) Getting exploded by a bazooka gun is pretty gone. Yeah, but he had already been um, resurrected once. That's true. So he had his chance. Um, so no, I don't think Barnes is. Well, I mean, even Fish has come back. Jerome, mm-hmm. we know Jerome is back in the background somewhere. Um, yeah, they confirmed that we heard Jerome. So. Yes, that was in fact uh, Cameron Monahan. Uh, Bless him. He's been doing some photo shoots lately. Just saying, talking about Instagram. Mm. So um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> not sorry so yeah so but you, yeah there's this character now this is a theory that i've read online okay um that it's very very close to this uh the judge character okay um but he's uh he's a part of two-face but he's after two-faces become two-face right and when two-faces two god for how long i'm repeating myself when two-face has become two-face his personality literally does switch back and forth yeah and this is a third personality he that evolves, again. yeah. Jeez, oh, um, where in this the the guilty, guilty, guilty is yeah. a part of that, and him calling himself the judge, the, the jury, jury the and the executioner, executioner, yeah, leans a lot of credence to that. Yeah. So I'd rather have that than whatever. Like if they wanted to do any bullshit with Harvey Dent, because right. he's boring as shit. Who has disappeared? I thought he was coming back this season. I thought he was too. I'm fine. fine yeah, I'm fine not. without him. But he's, I really thought we saw the actor. On the uh, guest list. I thought we did too. But then again, he was last season and he was, ter- he was hardly in it. So. Wow. And he was hardly Two-Face. I think they just introduced him way too early. I think they did too. Way, way too early. Because so. he's supposed to be a contemporary of Bruce. He's supposed to be one of Bruce's best friends. Yeah. And so. then the Two-Face thing happens. Because that's Bruce what's is so guil- emotional. The guilty. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of guilty, guilty, guilty. Yeah. So anyway, that's the other Easter eggy thing. Okay. Cool. I think that's the last of them. 
Okay, so uh, Ed goes to Isabella's apartment because um, apparently she wrote him a note. And he's trying to respond, and he's like, no, no, really, we're going to break up. Which, if you really wanted to break up, you wouldn't have gone there. Just saying. <laughs> um, and so she's... You would have texted. Yeah. Uh, so she's in the next room, and she, she calls him, and um, she's like, oh, because uh, cause he says something about, like, her not going to her conference or whatever. And she's like, meeting with you is more important. And so um, Ed's like, it's fine, we're breaking up. And she's like, no, you would never hurt hurt me. She comes out, and she's fucking Kristen. She's got the hair. She's, she's got the glasses. She's got the, she's got the outfit. She found old photos in newspapers. Creepy. Okay, why do you want to look like his dead girlfriend? Cause, cause Isabella ain't right. Like we've gathered this, she's not right. No, she's 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 got her some crazy too, and that's the thing. Ed tried to out crazy her, but she's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. So he's met his match. They are literally perfect together. He tried to use normal logic, like a, that would scare a normal person. Love isn't logical. Yeah, and that and she pulled that shit, and so um. She's like, uh, she's like, you're not, you're, you're going to face your fear. And he's like, no, this is terrible. And she's like, I know you won't hurt me. And I was like, oh God. So she gets his hand and puts it on her throat and he starts to choke her and then he kisses her. And I'm like, this is really fucking weird, kinky shit. That's autoerotic asphyxiation. It's not just that though. It's oh, I agree. The, I agree. Yeah, it's but not that just was the part lack of, of air. Sadly, the kids rattled off a whole string of of kinks of kinks for me. I was like, "Wait, what? I don't want to know that you know that." Yeah, but um, they're in the fandom world. They know. Yeah. Oh so yeah. So that was the one I was trying to spell, and you, I was, I, can't I, I knew what you meant. Spell to save my life because because my whole thing was, what the fuck kind of kink is this? And you were like, "Oh, it's autoerotic asphyxiation." And I was like, "No, but that's more and yet, than just so that. much more." It's me dressing up as your dead girlfriend that you strangled and then putting your hand so, on my throat and then making out. Necro-audio asphyxiation? With some role play? With some role play sprinkled in? Like, yeah, but that's not just normal role play. That's not like, I'm a sexy cop. Like, this is, I'm your dead girlfriend that you murdered. And let me, let me like. No, let's just move on. I can't yeah, even. It's so squicky. So squicky. Um, cause she seems to be totally into it. Um, so this is when, uh, Jarvie. But that, that just, again, that tells you how perfect they are for each other. Sorry, Oswald. But yeah. they really kind of are. They can be Polly, okay? Polly is an It's option. a thing. It's a thing. Ask Utah. Yeah. There you go. It works there, apparently. Uh, I don't think it's legal there. I think all the Polly uh, stuff yeah, isn't Sorry, like- I went off into my own world still so jarvie uh shows up at this fucking party which there should really be at least one cop at every single party in gotham there probably is there just doesn't mean be... it'll do any good yeah well you know um and so they're they're like oh we're barnes gonna... was there he's a cop that's true just saying that's true um he's also the judge jury and executioner well we're not there yet um or is uh, <laughs> what it, what oh god what was it who was it it was nick frost Judge Judy and Executioner. Shaun of the Dead or something? Shaun of the Dead, I think. Yes, because he's talking to his dad and he's like, you're not Judge Judy and Executioner. <laughs> oh. That wasn't Nick Frost, though. That was Simon Pegg. No, but it was Nick Frost saying it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nick Frost. 
It's my man right there. It's my bae. My bae. Um, so yeah, so we go to, you know, they, they're gonna seal off the place without making a scene, cause of course- luck. Cause of course they have to fuck up Lee's engagement party. And Lee's like, what are the, what, 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 what's going on? And Jim's like, oh, Polly Penny's killer is here. And so Mario's like, again, what's going on? Um, and Jim's like, uh, this plastic surgeon is a murderer and we're here to take him in. And Mario's like, um, no, it's totally cool. Like, he's fine. And, um. Okay, so Falcone's relationship with Simon, does it make Simon any less of a murderer? Thank you. Just saying. Thank you. Just like, saying. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you, uh, you'll have to go through all the ladies in the room who are after him. He's like the most sought after surgeon. I don't want no freaking surgery. No. I have no desire. But, okay, if he's that popular among Gotham's rich and elite, he's making enough money. Why is he a mob doctor on the side? More money? I don't know. I just, whatever. Um, And this guy was, oh, he, he just, he looked plastic surgery. Yeah. He was real, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> is uh. And so um, Harvey goes off, and so Mario asks Lee, uh, to leave so he can talk to Jim privately. Ugh. And I'm like, this, again, I do not need Mario being the jealous guy. Um, and so they go and they talk and Mario's like, oh, uh, you sacrificed Valerie for Lee. And, um, which uh, he had to be told that by, uh, by Lee that that's what happened. Cause originally he's like, you shot, you, he wanted her shot. And so, um. He saved Lee. Shouldn't Mario be thankful? You'd think, but no, because he's got to be a jealous stereotype. He's like, oh, do whatever I have to do to keep her. And Jim's like, whoa, lose the jealousy, buddy. Because, you know, again, when you are the well-adjusted one out of you having a conversation with Jim Gordon, you really need to look at your life choices. Because Jim should be the most screwed up one in every conversation. (laughs) That's a good point. I mean, it is. Even so, Harvey looks normal compared to Jim, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Completely well adjusted. So Mario punches him and Jim's like, okay, we're going to let this go for Lee. I'm like, oh, okay. You're making Jim's, it worse. Jim is, Jim is doing all of this for he's Lee. He's trying. Every bit of this he's doing for Lee. He actually is trying for Jim Gordon. He's gone. See, okay. He has flipped the switch and has gone back white knight. Yep. He was way more fun as a bounty hunter. Wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He had, like, two emotions. He was snarky, and, like, he drank during the day. It was It was Day great. drinking will fix anything. There you go. Okay, not really. But not really. Actually, it's terrible, but... No, it's bad, and you really shouldn't do it. <laughs> I enjoy it. Sometimes. Not, like, all the time. <laughs> On weekends. Yeah. When I'm not at work. Yeah. Yeah, there's sometimes... I'm a responsible day drinker, Dan. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We day drink at cons, too. Um, we well, all day drink at Yeah, cons. we do. <laughs> That's what makes Khan so fun. Um, so we go to Barnes, and he has Simon cornered in the bathroom. Which is all kinds of weird. Yeah. And so he just goes straight for slamming his head into the sink. And he throws him, which I was like, why does this place have stalls? I thought this was somebody's home. You know, you can have an event like this at a event location. Yeah, I, I just... I got the impression that it was somebody's home, but whatever. Um, so he's beating the shit out of this guy, and he, and he's monologuing. He's like, I finally so see much. things clearly. And, I can um, see clearly now the rain is gone. No, I don't think it was that well adjusted. No? No. Okay. Still partly cloudy? Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> and so he's like, oh, uh, you know, I've, I've been holding myself back and I see the whole city is guilty. And I'm like, well, this is again, it this, is Gotham. This is fine. Yeah. I don't know why you're surprised, buddy. Um, and so Barnes starts choking him and he's like, I've judged jury and executioner. And then he slams, which this, I don't know that sh- that should have been possible. Slams him through the wall, including like tile work. Cause we're in a bathroom. And the guy falls um, onto a car, and he falls several stories. But it's the increased strength as part of the Alice Blood situation. Though. Yeah, but I don't know that he could have gotten the like the, the body could have provided that much. It's a cartoon. Whatever. It's a comic. That's true. It's make believe. It's Batman. Um, plot, man. Plot. So there are parallels to Batman in this. I mean. Batman is the vigilante. He doesn't kill, but he is the one that's going after people that the justice system won't convict. He goes after corruption. He goes after, you know, of course, this is Batman with killing and less capes. There should always no capes, no capes. Batman makes makes it look good, whereas Barnes does not. Um, So we go back to uh, Oswald's house and. This is when Oswald's like a thousand and twelve percent done because Ed tells him that Isabella showed up and he was worried over nothing. And Oswald hugs him and he's like, I'm happy for you. I love you. Um, and he's like, go get some sleep. And I, this is so the, you didn't realize. No, I didn't realize that he lived there. No. And where so my head exploded. Ed, where else is Ed going to live? That's I mean, yeah. But I was like, could you make it any fucking shippier? Why else would he have invited Isabella to the That's mansion? That's why I was so like, you can't for do dinner. that. But he lives. So, okay. No wonder. Okay. It explains a lot. Yeah. Because I was like, why the fuck are you inviting him to Oswald's house? That's rude. I know he's going to be the out mayor's the- mansion yeah. is what they're calling it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's because he lives there. Because, you know, chief of staff totally always lives with the boss. Well, they do have matching... Um, Framed certificates. Oh, my God. They're so fucking married. Yeah, they are. So, yeah. Um, so, Ed goes up to his bedroom because he lives there. And I now understand that. And this is when uh, we hadn't seen Gabe in a while. Gabe! I was really happy about that because Gabe used to be Oswald's number one. Yeah, he was. Number one guy. Well, then he got Butch. I know. And I think Gabe got demoted to number I think he did three too. or lower. So. Uh, so, Gabe comes in and he's like, um, excuse me. Uh, he's like, oh, that's nice that, uh, that she, she fought for, for, uh, for Ed and, you know, they underestimate, or that Oswald says that he underestimated his opponent and Gabe's like, it's done, but he feels kind of bad because I always like librarians. Okay. Librarians are evil. If you never listen to Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, that's true. If you listen to Night Vale, yeah, librarians are bad. Librarians are very, very evil and must be destroyed. Yeah. Um, so this is when Oswald's like, um. I don't make the rules. Uh, that's true. Oswald's like, oh, Ed's going to be so broken up. At least I'll have a shoulder to cry on. Yeah, he does. He'll and have so, to lean over a little. But. Yeah. And so we, we see Isabella really in a really quick scene. She um, She's in her car on the way to her librarian convention. And um, she tries to stop for a railroad crossing and her brakes are out. And I was like, okay. There were there were walls lining where it was like she was kind of going into a almost like a tunnel deal. I'm like that is when you're not going super fast. 
you run your car into that to avoid hitting the fucking turn, train. Or, you know, turn the yeah, car yeah. away, one direction or the other away from yeah. the oncoming train. Because she wasn't going that fast. But yeah, and so she hits the fucking train. Or the train hits her. Or something. Something hits somebody. So do you think she's really dead? Uh, I... I question that. I can neither confirm nor deny if she's dead, but I'm going to bet you anything she's going to end up in Indian Hill. She's not gone. I, well, I kind of, I kind of expect her to pop up next episode completely fine and be like, oh yeah, I had an accident with my brakes. And Ed's like, oh honey, I'm so glad you're okay. And Ed's there and Oswald's there and he's like, fuck. And now she knows. (laughs) I kind of expect something. She, yeah. I kind of expect something like that. But I'm kind of expecting her to come back as some supervillain. Well, we some don't know, something. We don't know that she's not Kristen come back. That's true. We don't. But she's got an entire backstory, though. Well, yeah, but uh, Strange was able to tell That's them all kind true. of shit that they believed. But I don't see Strange. Speaking of uh, where is, um, yeah, I don't seriously. see him giving her a boring backstory. That's true. That's true. So what benefit would it be to exactly. put her in the world with some librarian backstory? Exactly. And I'm thinking like she's been at the library for a while. Yeah, that's true. So I don't, I don't know. know. Um, <laughs> so this is when we go to Harvey and Jim and Harvey's like, yeah, he must have given us the slip. We can't find him when they can't find Simon. And so Harvey is going to go get a drink. That's um, what he does best. Barnes comes down and Jim's like, we'll find him. And Jim's like, what about, what about, uh, the guy that killed Polly? Yeah, because he was going to bring him in. And he was like, oh, it was a dead end. And he's like, Jim, things are going to change. The two of us are going to clean up the city. And Jim's like, okay. Um, and I wanted to be like, you both have had this speech like a hundred times. Where you're like, together, we're going to, And so Barnes goes back to the party, um, takes a sip of champagne. He seems happy-go-lucky now. Um, a little more relaxed. Except for he starts looking at the people and he sees them with weird demony faces. Nice. And so Jim's going to go to his car and he's he's outside. He's leaving the party when he sees Simon crashed onto a car. And he runs over and he's like, who did this? Who did this? And Simon whispers, Barnes, before he dies. Did he die or did he just pass out? I think he died. Okay. I'm pretty sure he died. Okay. So, yeah, so that's the end of our episode. Yeah, what? So, I was kind of surprised that they let Jim in on the secret so soon. I'm glad they didn't drag it out. I I am glad. I'm kind of surprised, though. But, so, we've got the whole Jim's going to have to now double and triple check every every time Barnes blinks an eye. It's going to be like, is he crazy? And is he going to tell Harvey? He should. I know he should, but is he going to? I would think so. Harvey's his, like, only ally. So, yeah. Um, this is only anything. That's true. So, that's our that's our episode. Yeah. I'm still, I, I don't know. I'm two minds of it. It was off. Like, okay. I think what we liked was it was a good, solid, tight story. It was just about Barnes. It's the wrong story. Yeah. We just didn't yeah. like that it was all about Barnes. Yeah. But it execution-wise, they didn't pull in too many extraneous people like we like. It wasn't whiplashy. It was very. It was a very focused story. And I think if they hadn't have dropped it in the middle of another story, mm-hmm. then, I mean, we've got so many loose threads, threads going on. I mean, yeah. we've got Two-Face. There's um, five. Five. There's, 
Ivy, there's Bruce. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry, Falcone ain't back for nothing. They're not bringing him back just to be like, oh, look, I'm retired and I'm doing parties. Like, Falcone is back for And you know reason. he's involved in the Court of Owls somehow. He has he to be. He has to be. We still got fish running around with Strange doing God knows what. <laughs> that just struck me the wrong way. I know, right? We've got Butch still. The Butch Tabitha mm-hmm. angle. Yeah, and to bring this. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're bring, it's going to bring the Mad Hatter storyline full circle eventually. Yeah. I hope. I'm just tired. But, I know, but this is the the Batman DC comics. They're just this way, though. Oh yeah, there's so they cycle many. through all this crap. But I'm surprised they're not using Arkham more. Mm-hmm. Me too. So I think it would feel more satisfying. Yeah. If fish were in Arkham instead of just gone. Yeah. Exactly. So there's that. So anyway, uh, we've so got we have some, feedback. We do have some feedback. Uh, Hit me with it. Kim tweeted at us. Okay. She said, damn good show. May be interested in Barnes. Oh. Even Lee couldn't ruin it. <laughs> she says, Penguin is horrible. Can't support his love for Ed. It is It is rather criminal. Oh, it's terrible. It is terrible. But let's face it. They're terrible people. They really are. So. That's, this would, and that's the thing. Like, if these were normal people, I'd be like, oh my God, this is terribly unhealthy. I don't like it. But everything they do is unhealthy, so I'm like, oh, he loves Ed. <laughs> so that's, um, that was Kim, who tweets at us. Yay. Um, so Greg wrote in. Okay. I had to turn off my backlit keyboard. It was bleeding through the paper. Anyway, um, <clears throat> he says, I thought this episode was good. Okay. I didn't enjoy it as much as the last few weeks, but still a decent episode. I, I can buy that. Uh, his first question is, is it just me or is Gotham going basic cable dark? Mm. Here's the thing. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. went to a 9 o'clock time slot. Yeah. Because they wanted to be darker and edgier. edgier. We just don't like it because it's late at night. We like to sleep. I know. Um, it's like, oh my god, it's so late. I know. We're waiting at like 8.55. We're like, can we go to bed now? I've been awake for 84 years. <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> <laughs> um but Go- gotham is even is darker yeah you're absolutely right it is a fairly dark show so anyway um he says are they are they even allowed to do all the sick shit they've shown this season yep. well they'd have to be clearly uh, and he but goes, but again fox has always been kind of yeah fox has always been pretty cutting edge shall we uh, yeah. point to the simpsons yeah, I mean, they've always been willing to do stuff on primetime that some of the others won't. Yeah, their censorship is a little loosier. Yeah. Loosier? We'll go with it. Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. He points out uh, severed bodies, throat slitting, blood, gore, sexual references. Felt like he was watching Sons of Anarchy meets The Walking Dead. It's not nearly as graphic, though. And he's talking about in comparison to season one. Yeah, I see that. It is much more, yeah. Well, um, they've got to shock you. You know, shows always I, feel like they have I to I haven't even up. watched the third episode of Walking Dead this week, and it's a Daryl episode, and I haven't even watched it yet. Wow. That's how kind of fed up I am with it. Wow. Yeah. I gotta make myself watch it. I'm not ready to do give up. Do it for up. the Daryl. I know. <laughs> do it for the Daryl. Do it for Norman. <laughs> uh, apparently, Greg does not like Barnes. 
Okay, I don't think anybody does. I've never seen any comment on Tumblr or Twitter or anywhere that's like, Barnes is my favorite character. I love him so much. I know. Um, he says, he think, I think it was well written. However, I don't watch this show for non-canonical characters I've never cared about before this episode. I totally feel you there. Uh, yeah, I get it. He says, we get it. The weird blood makes him the pre-Batman Bane. Yeah. But he's had enough already. Yeah. Uh, he says, Isabella's sudden death seems stupid to me. I get it. It actually made sense. However, her being dead this soon, or so we're led to believe, makes her whole arc come across as pointless. It it really does. I agree with that. I mean, if you're going to bring her back and have this big, huge thing of Ed and confronting the fact that she looks like Kristen, and she's gone in three episodes, that's why I don't think she's gone. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Um, he's glad that Ed got laid, that he's earned it. Okay, fine. It was creepy laid, It though. was... A little more than creepy. Yeah. Uh, he thinks Corey Michael Smith is doing an excellent acting job. He uh, he's always been excellent. Yeah, he's great. I really I really think they they did great casting with him. Uh, Nigma's panic attack made me see how good he's been for the duration of the series. Mm-hmm. I think the two sides of Edward Nigma, two distinct characters, is very well acted. It really is. Corey Michael Smith is. I don't even know. He's yeah. great. Yeah. He's as far as actual acting abilities, he's got to be the best on the show. Yeah, or one of them, yeah. Him and Aaron both. Yeah. He plays Barbara. Oh. <sighs> uh, he says, I'm simply loving every time any of the Gotham men hallucinate because they keep having visions of the coolest versions of their ladies. <laughs> loving the ghost of Kristen Kringle. Yeah. What was she, uh, what she was exactly what you were hoping for last season isn't she, Queenie? And yes. yes, she was. She Absolutely. was. It's just, I wanted her for reals evil. Uh, there was not enough stabby babs for him correct um his 30 uh, her 32nd scene with leslie was maybe my second favorite scene of the whole episode she brings the flare you know it's funny because jim is every five seconds he's around lee he's like i just don't want this to be awkward i'm trying not to be awkward and barb's just rolling around in it oh yeah she's, she's like this is terrible and i love it and i'm gonna poke at all the sensitive areas <laughs> she feeds on the awkward she loves it it's uh, great he missed seeing tabitha selena fish and where the hell is ivy yeah yeah so, anyway, uh, I actually liked how Gordon handled himself with baby Falcone. He actually came across as tougher to me by responding the way he did. And, like, more well-adjusted, which is scary. Um, and Mario, you dipshit, by your own admission, you're actually pissed at Jim for saving your fiancé's life. You douchebag. Jealousy is for high schoolers. Yeah, I, I really don't like Mario, and I, I kind of think his only purpose here is to be the jealous douchebag. Yeah. And um, I don't like that. Uh, he says, lastly, I know the show is called Gotham and not Legend of Bruce, Lane, Bruce Wayne, although those two things are kind of synonymous. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But how long are they planning on going without actually putting the character on screen that we are, generally speaking, most interested in? Yeah. Most of us don't give a shit most of the time about Jim Gordon. Correct. Word. I mean, yeah. Who, that's true. <laughs> who, at worst, is the second most important person to the story? Uh, yeah. So why are we putting so much focus on Barnes or Lee or Falcon Jr. or Isabella? Maybe the guy that becomes Batman should be a little more central to your Batman story. Yeah. I can't argue with that. No, no, you can't. I really can't. So then we got an email from Gina. Okay. Harvey said it best. <laughs> she knows you. She's playing her audience. If we threw a party every time you came back, nothing would get done. And this That's was, true. And this was a rather Jim Light episode yep. in favor of watching Barnes finally lose his shit. Yep. Uh, 
I don't really care for Barnes. Nobody does. Nobody does. But I like uh, the actor, and he did an okay job of showing how much he was struggling to not give in, and then saying, fuck it, let's kill them all. Yeah. The The end scene reminded me a lot of the movie They Live. Barnes saying he can finally see, and when he does see, he's in a room of the upper class in Gotham, and they have skull-like faces. It was very close to when Roddy Piper put on glasses and saw how the world was. I am not familiar with this movie. Me neither. Okay. But so I'm just going to take your word for it. Totally I don't going to go with that. Yeah, she says, I don't know if that's what they wanted, but it felt too similar. Okay. Uh, she also does not think that Isabella slash Kristen is dead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, kind of not getting Chris- that. Chrisabella? Chrisabella. Let's call her Chrisabella. Chrisabella. Nearly dead since uh, it was off screen. I'm holding yep. out since it would be such a waste of storyline. Ed's going to find her and she's going to tell Ed that Oswald loves him. And then Ed's going to find out that Oswald tried to kill her. I'm not opposed to murder husbands. I just want to see Ed lose his shit since he's so cool when he does. And I think the actors who do such a good job have handed a huge drama scene. Yeah, that's true. From a theatrical standpoint, oh, yeah. 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 I want to see Corey Michael Smith Confront. blow yeah. up. Yeah. And then that would start an entire uh, back and forth between Penguin and the Riddler. Yeah, like a rivalry. Mm. It would be so painful. Cinematically, yes, because that would be great and it'd be but nice to see the acting, but also my baby. I do realize there is no fluff involved in that I know. for you. So so I struggle Sorry. with that. But from a drama standpoint, yes, that oh, would yeah. be excellent. That'd be way fun. Uh, she asks, so who looked better, Lee or Barb? Barb. We kind of already answered that. Lee yeah. just looked foreign. That Like bad. She did not look like herself because she's usually very well put together. She looked not, that's what I mean by foreign. I don't mean like. Yeah. Boy, that came across terrible. Yeah, that crap. Yeah. Sorry. You didn't mean it um, like that. No, that's not. I don't mean foreign as in an immigrant foreign, but foreign as in not herself foreign. Right. Badly styled. Badly. And what was up with that dress? <laughs> what was that shit? I wasn't even paying attention to the dress, really, because of the fucking hair. <laughs> she looked like, like, like a, like an 80s Jersey girl. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. With, I mean, the only thing that was missing Ouch. was the big was the big bangs. Oh, the hair, the the dress was not far off from eighties. No, just saying. it really wasn't. So, um, she says, "I'm over the Lee Jim Dr. Mario love triangle." Yep. No one wants it, and it's old. Yep. If you didn't want Jim Gordon in your life, then why move to his hometown and take a job you knew he was tied to? Yep. I need more murder husband drama since it's better written and acted. That is true. I think that got rid of Vale, which is a bummer since she was just starting to grow on me. Me too. Like, I didn't like her at first because, you know, new things. Um, But yeah, she had finally started to, like, really, you know, I think hit her stride and turn into a real character. And then it's like, and she's gone. I know, right? Um, So, and she references the previews for next week. So, So Barnes is done and next week it looks like we get a duel. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten paces, fire. Oh, you want the bad one. I was. No. Oh, I'm, she went I'm the bad one. I'm reading from the email. Gina went the bad one because I, I. She has recently started listening to Hamilton. I ignore that, that one and just go to the Ten Dual Commandments. Oh, I don't listen to that part of the CD anymore. I see. Because I'm like, that'll make me cry. I see. But Gina is, is, is a newcomer to the Hamilton. Yay. So now she gets our references. Yay. Anyway, uh, says, I don't want Barnes to go now. He's fun. Damn it, Gotham, make your heroes better because your villains are what keep me coming back. That's true, though. That's just true. That's true. And I, God, 
That's the thing, though. They could build up people like Harvey and continue to make them the heroes. And we just get more Jim Jim Gordon man pain. Yeah. I'm kind of Although we didn't get a whole lot of Jim Gordon man pain in this episode. No, but we did last episode with all his dad and all that flashback Yeah, but we shit. had to get him back to the GCPD and how was going to do it? That's true. That was so... We called that the second he stepped into that elevator. Yeah. But, um... We saw Mario's man pain. He was man pain adjacent. They're just, they're not making me sympathetic to Mario at all. No. And I don't know that I'm supposed to be, but it's just because he's boring and stupid. It's not that, oh, he should be with, like, like, I don't feel this great conviction that Jim and Lee should be together. It's just Mario's boring and terrible, and so are they, and it's just, eh. I'm really starting to lean towards the Mario's going to go the uh, Court of Owls. You think he's going to be tied up in that? I think it's going to have to happen. To make him relevant? In order to give him any kind of relevancy, to make him interesting, to give him some kind of redemption in my eyes. Yeah. He's going to have to go owl shit crazy. I love that. I couldn't say bat shit crazy, but. We're not to the bat yet. No. So, yeah, he's so boring. He is. He's now the boring character of the show. Yeah. It used to be Barbara. And the jealousy thing is so fucking tropey. And not in a fun way. But see, the thing is, is we get jealousy in Oswald. Why do we need it in Mario too? Yeah. Is it supposed to be a parallel? Because it sucks. But even, okay, like, God, it's, I'm going to sound nuts saying this. Oswald's jealousy feels slightly healthier. Because, and, and it's mostly just because I hate the trope of, Oh, well, you such and such with your, with your ex. And then the woman's like, don't you trust me? And then he's like, of course I do. But he still feels all jealous and weird. <laughs> You're a one woman show. I am. I am. Um, but you yeah. You so, like audiobooks, man. It's great. <laughs> but, but he still feels all jealous and weird. And the whole, do you trust me thing came, nothing came of it. Or Oswald's all like, oh, I just love that you want, he's very supportive. Yeah. But he wants what he wants, damn it. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It's, there's so many problems with this show, but. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> it's still probably one of my favorite shows this it year. It is. I do look forward to it. I do. I do. It, in it ways is, I don't with S.H.I.E.L.D. right now. Because it's exhausting. It's very exhausting. Um, Well, like, I, I'm almost fed up with uh, The Walking Dead. Right. And Timeless is new, but I just don't really feel like... The, but it's in season one. I don't really yeah. feel like it's got anywhere to go. And I'm just trying to think. Lethal Weapon is fun, but it's going to get boring after a while. Yeah. Um, Lucifer has actually gotten pretty good. Okay. Believe it or not. And we, I'm still loving Westworld. Oh, well, Westworld is... It's a different class of show. It is. It's up there with Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's it's its whole other... Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I can't even, it's dipping. <laughs> that, that should not even be in this conversation. Yeah. Uh, you should watch it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you wanted to discuss? Um, it, I was kind of expecting a hiatus message. Well, because we got one this. with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, so, but they we are back next week. I, we are? You know. Then so. I'll bet you anything the week of Thanksgiving it'll be on hiatus. At least the week of Thanksgiving. If not the week after. Yeah. So, it's time to start getting hiatus-y. Yeah, it is. So, we'll see what happens. So. All right, so that's all I have. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you for listening.